1: Hello, people. Hello, hello, and happy Monday to you. Yes, I hope this is still a happy time for you. I know that there are troubling things going on in the world, you know, in, our, in the world worldwide <laughs> and in our nation. I know that this is true. But in spite of those things, we can still find joy and happiness in our troubles. Right? Right. I say we can. Um, I know that, you know, the government shutdown is going on. I know that there have been some disasters in places like Colorado and in Texas. Um, there's been some uh, unrest here in um, the Washington, D.C. area. So I know, I know that there are troubling things going on, but um, that doesn't mean that we have to let those things get us down, okay? Um, Matter of fact, we, uh, Chris and I, we were supposed to record a live show uh, last month, September 30th, um, but we were totally caught up with the news, uh, first thing that morning actually, that our daughter, um, our only daughter, had been in a terrible car accident. Um, she uh, her, her car was totaled. Um, we are so thankful and we are so aware that God protected her and we are, are so 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 thankful and we are just giving him the praise um for watching over her and protecting her um so i you know i understand hard times i understand tragedies um matter of fact our last show was titled tragedy is tragedy um so i understand hardships and tragedies and trials and pain and suffering um, not only in my past, but even in my present. And that really shook me up. It really shook me up to to get that news. You know, but I thank God that she is even um, giving him the praise for protecting her and bringing her through that accident. Uh, if you see the car, you're like, wow. You know, you're like, Wow. <laughs> But it seems to have, uh, I was telling her the other day, it seems to have made her even um, stronger, 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 stronger um, than she was, because she is um, sharing it with others, and um, she just has, I just noticed a difference in her. And she said, Mom, yes, it did, it did change me. So, um we're here tonight we're here. we're glad to be uh on the air. We're glad to be with you when I say we I'm referring to my partner my uh my partner in ministry my partner in life um my husband um my partner on this radio show um Christopher Jones hey honey, are you there?
2: Hello, i'm here
1: how you doing handsome
2: I'm just wonderful, gorgeous. How are you?
1: <laughs> I can't believe I still blush after all these years when you say that to me, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm trying not to smile so so heavily, but I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um anything you want to say before we get into the heart of our show?
2: Well, I just want to add on to what you said. God has been good to us and he He's continually being good to us day by day. Um, he has us in the cleft of the rock. He has us behind his wing. And, and while the world is going topsy-turvy, he has given us peace. And as long as we keep our minds stayed on him, he will give us perfect peace in the midst mm-hmm. of the storm. So I just want to encourage everyone to don't look at the circumstances, but to look at God and He will carry you through mhm mm-hmm. and that's that's about it well
1: i I take that I take that <laughs> it was it was encouraging to me just to hear you put it that way, so I take that um, so people when I say we in case you haven't listened to our show before, when I say we are on the air, I'm talking about my husband um We do this show uh, together, and um, this is an outreach of our ministry called Equipping the Saints Ministries, It is this is one of our outreaches, and the purpose of our show is to increase the the public awareness of sexual abuse, to let the public know how prevalent it is uh, to remove those blinders, because a lot of people just don't know how prevalent it is. And at the same time, to reach out to those who have been victimized by sexual abuse, um, to let them know that we care for them, that the Lord cares for them, that there is hope that they can be whole after something so tragic has happened to them. So um, with that being said, last show, I didn't get ready in time, and so I didn't have my tea. Uh, (laughs) And I told myself that I would make sure, Lord willing, that um, I talk to you next show about what tea I was drinking. If you've been listening to the show in the past and you know that I am a tea drinker, um, haven't been drinking as much tea as I used to, though, um, since Chris and I have been on a new, well, I was going to call it a diet Program, But that's not accurate. Since we have uh, made a total lifestyle change, since we've made a complete lifestyle change, um, I don't crave tea as much as I used to, even though I was drinking the herbal teas, the decaf teas. Um, there still seemed to be a correlation with maybe my stress level and me drinking tea as a comfort. You know, maybe it was a psychological comfort. I'm not exactly sure, but now I don't even uh, drink as much tea, but I still like tea. So I am drinking hibiscus tea tonight. It is an organic tea, it is an herbal tea. I don't recommend the caffeine personally. So join me. Join me if you don't have um, your warm beverage, your tea, if you drink coffee, that's, you know, that's your business. If you drink coffee, maybe if you just drink some water or whatever. But if you don't have it, make sure you get it during the break. All right, so that you can join me and we can sip tea as we talk about um, tonight's topic. Uh, sexual abuse, body and soul. Sexual abuse, body and soul. Oh, before we get into that, let me also let you know that um, we do accept calls on this program. Um, we don't get many of them, but we do accept calls on this program. If you have a comment, if you'd like to share a quick a uh, story maybe of your own or of someone else's that you know who has who has suffered sexual abuse and how it has affected them um please call us please call us the number is 866 404 6519 866 404 6519 if you have a question, we will do our best to answer your question um our focus and our advice if you will um the things that we talk about are from a biblical perspective they are from a spiritual perspective so um that's where we're coming from when we when we talk about sexual abuse on this show so tonight's topic sexual abuse body and soul. Okay? Wow. That's a mouthful in itself. In order for um, people to understand what we're talking about when we talk about sexual abuse, I have to kind of like recap that for you. Um, In order for us to help people overcome sexual abuse, we have to define for them what sexual abuse is. Well, for us, that definition is broad. It is much broader than the average person thinks. Um, When you say sexual abuse to most people, they're thinking in terms of uh, rape, Um, they're thinking in terms of maybe child molestation, someone's a pedophile and they've molested a child, For us, uh, we are talking about sexual activity outside of the marriage bond, outside of the marriage relationship. Any sexual activity outside of the marriage relationship is sexual abuse. Why? Because it is an abuse of what God created. Sex sexual relations between a man and a woman for, okay? It is abuse of what God created sex for. We've got a few seconds before we go into the break, but we're talking, well, I might as well wait till after the break. I was gonna say, um, hey, we'll do it after the break. (laughs) That way I won't rush. All right, (laughs) be back.
0: Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for smart health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Get ready to learn and play with Mrs. A. Your host, Barbara Allison. Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know that kids are only 20% of the population, but they are 100% of the future? How are you preparing your child for that future? The years between the ages of zero and six are crucial for learning and development. Barbara Allison is a teacher, parent, and author on supporting children's early learning. Learning starts even before a child is born, and parents are children's first teacher. Join Mrs. A for ideas, tips, and suggestions for fun learning and play activities as she helps you support your child. Starting early is starting smart. For more on Mrs. A, her books, the show, and her blog, check out her website, 123kindergarten.com. Then, come learn and play with Mrs. A with your host, Barbara Allison, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network.
3: Thank God.
1: Hey, that went by pretty fast <laughs> we're back on the air and before the break I was talking to you and describing to you what sexual abuse is according to um, biblical perspective of the biblical perspective and so that's exactly where I want to pick up at um, sexual abuse is any form of sexual activity outside of the marriage bond wow Does that cover a lot of territory? Yes, it does. We are talking about um, sex before marriage. We are talking about pornography. We are talking about, of course, rape and incest and uh, molestation, child molestation. Uh, We are talking about sexting, uh, texting, sexually explicit Messages on your cell phone, on your iPod, or whatever device that you might use. We are talking about sex trafficking. We are talking about bestiality, having sexual relations with uh, an animal. And um, man, I would hope that anyone who looked at um, the content of my show content would know that this show can be sexually sexually explicit as far as terminology goes um, and consider that if you have young children in your vicinity. Um, But just uh, let me remind you that the things that we talk about on the show are very serious things. They are serious things. Um, I would love to be able to say that children are not affected by these things at an early age, but now I'm telling you, um, schools, schools are trying to reorient children. They are trying to reorient and orient children to sexual activity in kindergarten, okay, in grade school, like younger than middle school, younger than junior high school. So that is one of the reasons why we we feel that this is so important to educate and inform people of how prevalent this abuse is. Exposing a child, to um, sexual information when they are not even mature enough to comprehend, um, process, deal with the emotional aspects of uh, that topic, Um, that's abusive in itself. That's abusive in itself. So anyway, that's what we're talking about on this show, sexual abuse. And in uh, one of my books, Overcoming Sexual Abuse... I asked the question, um, "Who would enjoy being raped again and again?" And you'd be surprised at the answer. Um, there are so many people that are being raped, um, not just in the physical sense of someone physically uh, dominating them and taking from them their, um, you know, that sexual pleasure not just in that sense but in the sense of being stripped in the sense of being violated in the sense of being uh losing some of their essence every time that they engage in sexual activity with someone that they are not married to because marriage is a spiritual thing it is not simply a piece of paper that um you go down and file with the courthouse That's what the law of the land says. That's what the legal system says. But biblically, marriage is something that God instituted. And He said that when you come together, when two people come together sexually and become one, that they are actually, in fact, married. That's right. Right. So marriage is more than a ceremony. It's more than a piece of paper that, you know, um, the minister signs uh, you and your husband or your wife signs and turns into the county clerk's office for recording. That's the legalities of it. That's as far as the laws of the land are concerned. But spiritually speaking, marriage is when you join yourself when you join yourself physically with that other person because when you do it physically you have done it spiritually and you have formed a soul tie you have become one as far as the Bible is concerned and as far as God is concerned Um, I'm going to read to you from my book on page two but before I do that um, husband, if you have yes. if, uh, if you you have any thoughts, don't don't hesitate to uh, chime in.
2: I'm just listening for right now, so everything right. is good.
1: All right, my dear. Okay, this is page two. Page two um, round out the third paragraph. When two people come together sexually, they become one. The spiritual condition and nature of the persons involved will fuse together, will be fused together in the spiritual realm. Believe it or not, people, we are spiritual beings. We are not merely made up of flesh, merely made up of blood, merely made up of tissues and cells and um, uh you know, fatty tissue and muscular tissue. We are not merely flesh and blood, but we are a spiritual being. We have a soul, okay? So the nature of the persons involved will be fused together in the spiritual realm. This is also known as a soul tie, okay? It's a more intense soul tie because you can have soul ties with people that you're not sexually active with But this one is a more intense soul tie. It's a more binding and more intense soul tie. This is also true concerning incest, rape, things along those lines, offenses along those lines. The victim of incest or rape will take on spiritual bondage as a result of the physical attack. Yes, they will take on spiritual bondage as a result of the physical attack. It doesn't only affect them emotionally. It doesn't only affect them physically in some cases when they've been um, bruised and torn and physically violated from the actual act, but it affects them spiritually also. They will take on bondage as a result of the physical attack and the invasion of demonic spirits forced into or upon the individual well some of you might be thinking ah there they go there they go with this you know demonic stuff well everywhere you turn right now i am it's kind of interesting that everywhere you turn right now you are probably hearing about commercials for movies for shows on TV dealing with um, stuff like zombies and Dracula and um, the paranormal. Um, They call it paranormal, (laughs) y'all. They call it paranormal. Well, the Bible calls it demonic. Okay. Uh, For some reason, people are more ready to accept the term paranormal than they are demonic. But the Bible calls it demonic. Um, And it's the same thing, okay? Spiritual wickedness is demonic influence. It's a demonic presence. It's an evil force. Everywhere you turn, I mean, people are promoting um, magic shows. They're promoting, you know, connecting with the dead. And they're promoting shows where they have mediums. Uh, Telling people about their problems and their future and their past and their issues. All of that is what the Bible calls familiar spirits, which are demonic spirits. So before you scoff or laugh at what I'm saying, consider, consider that it is prevalent people are talking about it people are doing shows they're doing movies about it but they're just calling it something else they're calling it something else i like ahead, to Amy. say
2: something it's um it's only the 14th of october mm-hmm. and all of the 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 wickedness on tv that's being promoted is um it's just mind blowing and and just just you know shows like the walking dead Mm-hmm. Where there's there's zombies everywhere and people are are killing them, and, and 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 the world doesn't realize that they're asking for they're opening doors up for for the enemy to come in, and 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 to make this a reality to them. Uh, right. The video games there there's people practicing. Um, You got one minute, honey, before
1: the break, and we'll pick up. Go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say we'll pick up with you after the break if you don't get to finish your thought
2: too. All the killing and all of the war and all the disaster, you know, they're practicing that on the video games, um, as if it's not, you know, it's not real on the video games. But they're making it so so realistic, and um, it's just amazing how it's it's all being set up for the people who are going to be left here.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's its its like it's pre- preparation.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: But it's a different. It'll be a different story when it's real.
1: Exactly. You and know. and and it's real now. Actually, it's actually real now. But some people don't. Some people do believe it's real. They just call it something different.
2: But I mean, it is real now. It's sponsored. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's sponsored. So. Here come the
1: tunes. Here come the tunes, honey. We'll pick this up right after the break.
0: Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Have you ever thought that maybe there was more to life than what you have? Have you ever looked at other more fortunate people and said, why can't I have that? Do you know that greater potential lies deep within you, which all you have to do is learn how to tap into it and your life will improve, perhaps dramatically. Get ready for the Power to Create Your Life radio, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. World-renowned author, speaker, and coach Michael Stevenson is an expert in how to use your entire mind, both conscious and subconscious, to live a happy, fulfilled, prosperous, and healthy life. Author of the book, Unstuck, the owner's manual for success, and creator of the live event, The Power to Create Your Life Now, Michael The last 14 years teaching people to tap into the vast resources you have available within you. Join Michael and his guests weekly for a fun, empowering way to start your week on The Power to Create Your Life Radio. Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific here on the Rockstar Radio Network.
2: Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616 Clinton, Maryland 207. Three five or email us at VIR two US one at Verizon dot net.
1: Okay, we're back on the air, and um, I just noticed that we're going to have to update that little um, commercial there, honey. (laughs) We're going to have to update. Uh, You can still reach me at the VIR2US1 at Verizon.net. You can still reach me at that, but um, I do have a, a new email for the ministry, Equipping the Saints Ministries, and a new P.O. Box. So I'm going to have to... Pass that along. It is uh, P.O. Box seven two, P.O. Box seven two. Um, address it to Diane Jones, P.O. Box seven two, Waldorf, Maryland, Two oh six oh four. Okay. So before we went to the break, we had Chris um, um, giving his 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 input regarding um, the. the demonic realm, the spiritual realm, the evil realm, the evil forces that the Bible calls demonic.
2: Yes, I was talking about how um, there was so much uh, on the the entertainment and on the TV about uh, the vampires and the zombies and the, the witchcraft that is being pushed, their skulls and crossbones, everywhere tattoos tattoo parlors is witches every everywhere you look and it's all being funded but the government is not funded Mm. and it's just it just kind of blows my mind how the devil's agenda is still fully funded and pushing and moving forward Mm. Mm. and um a lot of people don't see it. They see another opportunity to party and and have good clean fun, but it's not good clean fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's actual it's actual satan worship. Uh
3: mm-hmm.
2: pentagrams on the ground and uh there's so many shows that are that are about witchcraft and they're trying to make them they're trying to make them innocent, you know, like uh Dirty Little Liars and all kinds, of, you know, they, they, they're including teenagers in them.
1: Pretty Little Liars. Pretty
2: Little making, Liars. Um,
1: making lying pretty, right, Pretty the Little
2: one, Liars. The one at the Twilight, you know, when you, when you make it all about uh, high school age and teenagers, then it makes it acceptable because if the, if the kids go after it, then it's really going to sell and it's going to mm-hmm. be major.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, um, so many people on Facebook talk about, you know, I got to catch up on my AMC on um, The Walking Dead because mm-hmm. the new season opens up, I think, this week, tonight, something like that. So I got to catch up. And, and and if you go on the channel, it's The Walking Dead, back to back, around the clock, mm-hmm. you know, as if this is really something that's going to edify you. Right. You know, if I'm at home out of work, why do I want to watch The Walking Dead? You know. Uh, Anything
1: that's dead and walking is um is demonic. I mean I worked in a funeral home. I didn't
2: want to see Dead Walking. Right. I wanted to be the only thing walking. (laughs) Okay. And if I'd have seen Dead Walking, it'd have been a new door shaped like me (laughs) in the side of the wall. So um that's 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 the thing one of the one of the things I'm noticing is how the demonic is pushed forward without any resistance right right so any resistance and and it opens up doors to so many things and then the younger the the uh enemy is going after younger and younger and younger so that was that was my two cents <laughs> well
1: well taken your two cents um was actually Worth a lot more than that, and well taken, and it and it kind of I want the, I want our listeners to understand that the de- demonic is associated with sexual abuse as well. I mean, it's associated with any form of rebellion in society, but it definitely goes hand in hand with sexual abuse. Um, I'm working on trying to get a guest on the show who I happen to listen to. Last week, who is a very prominent man who who um, who helped educate some of the i think it was the Department of Justice people regarding the satanic occult and sexual abuse how that people that are involved in the occult, which is you know right around this time of year when it's when they 're really doing a lot of their ceremonies and all the uh, wicked and evil stuff that they that they do that really really truly happens um they also include sexual rituals in that occultic practices, and if that's not sexual abuse, nothing is but they actually abuse uh infants children um young ladies who are virgins um they actually I've had a guest on the show in the past who's, who that was in her family history. That was in her family history. It, it, it happened to her mom. She wasn't aware of it until she was much older. But that's why I bring this up because I, I don't want anyone to be ignorant about the fact that sexual sin, sexual rebellion, sexual abuse breeds more abuse of all kinds of all kinds and the people that are victimized by sexual abuse need to understand that the person who victimized you was a vile person it was someone who has also been oppressed by evil spirits or invaded by evil spirits okay that's why those that have been victimized often feel dirty shameful. Somehow they feel they are now less than. They are inferior in some way. They blame themselves. Well, that's because of the transference. That's because of, of the transference of that evil presence from that person who assaulted you to you. Okay. Um, they take on spirits of rejection, fear, anger, lust. Many people who have been victimized by sexual abuse um, as children become promiscuous themselves. Why? Because they have been invaded by that very same spirit, the same type of spirit that assaulted them has been transferred in many cases to them, okay? I can assure you that these are not simply emotions. They're not only emotions alone, but spirits that are transferred to the person who is on the receiving end of the assault from the perpetrator. I guarantee you that the perpetrators of sexual abuse are plagued and possessed by the same type of spirits. They are tormented. Many of them are tormented. They can't help themselves. They have the can't help it's because that spirit in them is driving them and has overtaken them. Okay, has perverted their sexual appetite and is fulfilling its desires through their acts. Okay, it's not purely psychological. It's not just environmental. It's not just because, well, it happened to them first. It's a combination of all those things. It's a combination. Okay, it is spiritual. It is an invasion of demonic origin. By the way, I should let you know I'm still reading from my book here. Um, And it is a natural human act, a natural act of human nature, meaning the sinful nature. The sinful nature, okay? So when we talk about sexual abuse, it affects both the body It affects people physically, in their bodies, physically. Um, There are studies now that that show that many um, victims of sexual abuse, including promiscuity, including just having sex before marriage, end up with cervical cancers, end up with uterine fibroids, end up with ovarian cancers, things of that nature there there are there are studies now that are showing the correlation showing the correlation so it affects both the body and the soul the bible says those um every act of sin and sin is basically rebellion against god's ways rebellion against god's commandments and his ways of doing things and what he says is good and good for us. Any act of rebellion that we do is an offense. It's an offense to our bodies. It's actually an offense to our bodies. That's why you see things like cancer showing up later. Okay. Tumors showing up later, sexual Transmitted diseases, um, sexual problems, dysfunction, all those kinds of things. It is an offense to our bodies, but sexual rebellion is often an offense, or should I say, is an offense to our souls. It's internal. The Bible says every other kind of sin, every other kind of rebellion is against our bodies alone. But sexual rebellion is an offense within our bodies, internally, meaning it also affects us spiritually. It affects our soul. It diminishes our ability to function, to be who we were truly created and called to be, Um we're coming up on a break. I, do, I have quite a few articles here that I have printed out that I wanted to, like, touch some of the highlights um, that have been in the headlines in the last month or so. Um, so hopefully I can take the last segment to um, highlight some of those stories that have been in the headlines and um, let you see exactly what we're talking about.
0: Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The story of me
2: is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The Story of Me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones' story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at www.authorhouse.com. Or any of the major bookstores.
0: In today's business world, you have to be LinkedIn. LinkedIn, it's a great tool. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn Lady. Join us for the LinkedIn Lady Show every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Carol is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. In each show, the LinkedIn Lady will have a variety of guests, such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, linkedinlady.com. Join us for the LinkedIn Lady Show with your host, Carol McManus, every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network.
3: Thank God.
1: Okay, people, I just want to let you know that you can find um, our resource resource materials on my show page, on the radio show page, um, my personal story of uh, overcoming sexual abuse, the story of me, um, the actual book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse, um, another book that I re- wrote that was not related to sexual abuse, but... Um, my career as a nurse, uh, called The Story of Me a Black Nurse. And you can also find information regarding that lifestyle change that I was telling you that um uh I've made and um see how what I use what 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 program I used to um to lose between twenty and twenty three pounds. It keeps it fluctuates a little bit on me from time to time, depending on what my body's doing. But I've been able to lose um, a substantial amount of weight, and um, this time it's different. So anyway, you can find that information on the radio show page. Um, it's a it's a ninety day challenge. It's called a body bye bye challenge, and you'll see that on the radio show page. So um, some of the headlines in the news. Um, Last month when we did our live recording, we talked about a UN study that was done in Asia. I gave you some statistics of those who'd raped others. Um, The statistics were alarming. They were shocking. Uh, If you didn't Hear that show, all you have to do is go on to our um show page and you'll find it listed there under podcast and you can listen to it to get uh to get those statistics again but um tonight um what I can remind you of is that they did a study in asia okay um they used a method that allowed the men to answer anonymously. They used some sort of an iPod and touch screen device where they didn't have to, you know, identify themselves in any way. And they set it up in a way where they did not use the word rape, R-A-P-E. They did not use that word, uh, but they posed questions to them, such as, have you ever... um forced someone that you were dating to have sexual relations with you, things of that nature, because they found that many men did not consider that to be rape. Forcing someone to have sexual relations with them, they didn't consider it to be rape, so they didn't mind answering the question and saying yes. Well, I can say that out of 10,000 of the men surveyed, this study said nearly a quarter of those men admitted to raping a woman or a girl. Okay. So following up from that or picking up from that, um, this article I had actually printed last month and it says, uh, behind the shocking numbers of the UN rape report news stream, CNN. Um, So this was from CNN And it was behind the shocking numbers of the U.N. report. Uh, Nearly a quarter of the men interviewed admitted to raping a woman or a girl. Nearly half the respondents reported using physical or sexual violence against a female partner. And nearly half of those who admitted to rape first did so as a teenager, with 12% of them being under 15 years of age at the time. Like I said, shocking statistics, not shocking to me because I've been doing this show for a couple of years now, but maybe shocking to some of you. Um, in addition to revealing the prevalence of sexual viol- violence in that region, this person says the study reaffirms that such violence is preventable. Um, they felt like the study did show them that this violence is preventable. There were different reasons why the men said that they did these things. Uh, Can't go into that tonight if I'm going to get any of this covered. Um, This person says, to prevent the violence, we have to make violence unacceptable. We have to change these norms in communities where violence is allowed, as well as norms around gender equality and the subordination of women. I agree with that. Yes, um, those are some some approachable answers, um, you know, to, to work towards changing the laws and increasing the education and things of that nature. But like I said, we deal with these issues from a spiritual perspective. So I have to say that in those areas, spiritual reform is needed. Spiritual reform is needed. Um, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit is needed a move of God is needed, uh, something that will um, somehow open people's eyes to understand that their behavior is is wrong, that they'll have an internal conviction, that they'll feel convicted, um, whether it's through someone coming in there and teaching what the Bible says, which is why we approach things from the Biblical context, because if you preach the word of God or teach the word of God, then the Holy Spirit can bring conviction in the hearts of men and women. Okay, so like I said a little earlier, this type of behavior is consistent with the sinful nature, the rebellious nature of mankind since the fall of Adam and Eve. This is consistent with the sinful nature you see this in almost every war that's ever been fought, that there is pillaging and raping of the, the opposing community, you know, not only of the women, but of children. Um, you, you just see it throughout history, throughout the history of mankind. It is consistent with the rebellious nature of mankind. Those that do this type of thing... They're void of love. You know, they might say that they love their mother, their sister or whatever, but I'm telling you that they're void of love because the Bible says that God is love and the love of God will will prevent someone from acting upon these urges um, and, and, and help to actually heal them and deliver them of these urges. People that do these things, they have no conscience. In my book, I talk about the fact that lust has no conscience. And I say to you tonight that in order to overcome these urges, someone, the person, must be born again. What am I talking about? Spiritually reborn. Born again spiritually. They must come into a relationship. I'm not talking about going to church I'm not talking about, you know, sitting in someone's church Sunday after Sunday, but I'm talking about coming into an actual relationship where they have an encounter with the Lord and he gives them a new heart spiritually. Okay, where they can see their condition for what it is. Um, Another article, this one, let's see. This was from May, back in May. And it says, the big story, Ohio executes a man who killed, comma, raped, six-month-old. Ohio executes a man who killed, comma, raped, six-month-old. Like I said, who would do these types of things? Someone who is void of love. Someone who is spiritually dead, someone who has been perverted themselves, someone maybe who has been abused, infected, invaded, however you want to term it, themselves. I wouldn't be surprised if this person was abused as a child. Three minutes before the break, it says Steve Smith, 46, was executed by lethal injection at the state prison in Lucasville in Southern Ohio for the 1998 killing of his live-in girlfriend's daughter. There we go with that live-in situation again. Autumn Carter in Mansfield. Um, Smith had recently tried to get his sentence reduced to life in prison, arguing that he was too drunk to realize that his assault was killing Drunk, here we go again, drug abuse. Alcohol is a drug, and it opens the door to these kinds of things. It opens the door to these kinds of things. He was too drunk to realize that his assault was killing Autumn and that he didn't mean to hurt her. Okay? I go further down in the comment, and it says, it's just unfortunate that this man gets to die a peaceful death. This is what um, one of the... Um, victims, family members, or friends said after the torture he put Autumn through. Um, I said, not true, because even though he was put to death, it's not over. It's not over. If he did not repent, if he did not come into the knowledge of his sins and ask for forgiveness and ask God into his heart, then it's not over. He is actually still in torment. And he will be in torment throughout eternity, forever. Okay? Um, Lots of things in this article. He was drunk, live-in situation. Um, All those things um, produced an ungodly environment, produced an unsafe environment. And this poor baby, this poor baby, Two year, oh, let's see. Fry rushed the baby and her other two-year-old daughter to a neighbor's house and called 911. Autumn was pronounced dead after doctors tried to revive her for more than an hour. As Smith was arrested, we talk about sexual abuse. There's nothing pretty about it. It's ugly. It's ugly. But God can heal the abused. Until next week, take care.